Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. The music of Jabu Kanye Lemalowe bringing us to 15 minutes before 3 o'clock as we head into our big feature now with Griffin Shear, who's with us in studio this afternoon as we look at books that we should be reading for the holidays this afternoon. Hello, Griffin. Hi. So we have got a plethora of books, and I love the fact that you've thought about children as well. I love that. I think about children with All books time, that I like course. to read myself too. So, and at least one of these is books that I think was written and designed for children, but yeah. I think actually works better for adults in, in lots fa- of ways. In, in fact, that's interesting that you said that. And I saw your note and I thought to myself, in fact, I had a conversation with the author and I, I, I asked the same question. I said, this book that you say was meant for children. Half, I'm half. not so sure. And she said, no, absolutely. I think she, you're spot on. So the book is called Exploring South African Artists by Kobe Lebesk. I always get it so difficult. Lebeskachni. And essentially, it's living artists, South African living artists, and trying to just condense who they are and what they're about, really. And I think... People say it's for children or maybe it was marketed for children because for the artists, we have these illustrations that look like a graphic novel illustration, but it's very sophisticated and very mature. It's a very sophisticated book. And then we we have pictures of the actual artwork inside. And I think that for the text, I would say, yeah, if you were in junior high or high school, it would be fine for you. But I really think adults, it's the kind of book you can dip in and out of. So I'd say that this is, you know, if you can just put your ego aside, mm. if you can just park your ego for a minute and you really are interested in art and you, you maybe have had other interests and suddenly you have now just decided I'm, I'm into art and maybe I want to find out this is not a bad place to start. Absolutely. And in terms of an anthology of living yes. South African artists, yes. I don't know of a better one I, than this. Yeah. This is so comprehensive. And I think there's so much art happening, particularly in Johannesburg, mm. but also around the country, mm. that we all need kind of an access point to Absolutely. begin to engage. And there's dozens of artists in here. So it's people who you might jump to mind, like William Kentridge. And the stories are so rich. Yeah, there's so much going on inside. Yeah. yeah. And I think for both as a gift, I think it's gorgeous mm. to give to a mm. child or mm. an adult, as mm. we were saying. But for me, like during the holiday times when I'm a little bit like fading Lazy. in and out. Yes. Yeah? Yes. So you don't have to read it from beginning to end. Yes. Because you, it's not sequential in that artist. way. Yes. You can pick an artist. You can flip through, see, oh, my God, that looks like amazing work. I want to know more about that. Person. I also think what I love about what she's done with this book is so... Yes, in you know, you, you would imagine that she talks only to artists as in working artists, but it's not that. It's people who are in administration as well, people who are in the business of art, which I think is so helpful for young people as well. To understand that it's a larger ecosystem. Mm. It's, you know, because I think it's like when you watch a movie or something mm. and you think, oh, it's the actors who did everything, but no. there's all these other people involved who yeah. keep everything moving and making it work right. Yeah. So... It would be a gift for, I'd say, 12 years and above. That's what I was going to say, too. I think 12 and up. And I think um, to really emphasize the up. Like if somebody gave yes, me this book, I would up. be completely thrilled. I'd be fine. Absolutely. I, I, I would actually be fine. I, I incidentally have bought it for other people and saved it for when the children grow up. That's a great idea, too. I like so I, I just don't know if another book like this will come around anytime soon it's just one of those things you take for granted you kind of think well you must know but no nobody's actually condensed it in this way so i've got a couple of um of this particular book i've got a couple 
and I'm going to keep handing them out at appropriate ages. I think that's great. I like someone who plans ahead that way too. So <laughs> let's just hope I can still find them when the right ages approach. But it's a gorgeous book. I, I and I also just think it's also for me the illustration makes it less intimidating as well. No, I think it makes it very accessible. accessible. And there can be a problem when you read the really art for artists, like mm. magazines and publications, yes. that it feels over my head. Yes. And I'm not afraid to admit that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too much for me to handle. Mm. And I just think this is such a wonderful introduction to South African artists. Mm. And even if it's a world you may not engage with mm. independently all the time, this is a great way just to touch base and no, find out what's going on. Absolutely beautiful. Your book selection number two. So... Keeping with the children's vein, we have yep. this beautiful book of South African animal portraits, which is an A to Z, oh, nice. that goes through... It's so pretty. It's very pretty, and it's also the kind of book you can read Nicholas with a child. Merits. It's so pretty. It's extremely pretty. <laughs> the illustrations are amazing. It's animals that wow. I personally am not always familiar with. I, <laughs> so. What didn't you know? Um, especially birds, I have to say. I don't know ah. the first thing about birds. Um, yes, that's nice. But the illustrations are gorgeous. They're the kind of illustrations, if you saw them on someone's wall, you would think, what a nice piece of artwork. It's that quality of illustration to me. And it goes through, and it's not pedantic in the sense of like, well, A is only going to be one letter, so we're only going to have one animal. No, you can have the aardvark and the... And, and they have... So they've given you the scientific name as well as the... As the more common name, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the more childlike and friendly name. Right, which I need to. Um, and this is part of a whole series of new let's, children's let's books try coming it. out. Let's try it. Okay, let's, let's say. Let's try it. No, I'm not saying it. <laughs> Spit I'll do the, the easy bit. Spitting Cobra. Spitting Cobra. Oh, my gosh. I can't even read it from here. <laughs> it's got like... I didn't three, bring my specs. It's got like three words to it. So, Naja, <laughs> Nigrin Sinkta, Nigrin Sinkta. Oh, it's a double thing. You have to say it twice and stumble over it. <laughs> I mean, that's a gorgeous, gorgeous book. And that, that would be for like from eight years. Like, I mean, if, yeah, my, even younger. My younger one is uh, grade three. So he yeah, was eight, turning nine this year. And he would he's totally into this. Um, and it's also the kind of thing for kids who like things that are a little bit creepy crawly. You know, yes, you get the creepy crawlies got, and got, things in here too. It's got lovely detail. I things must with, say, the details are really great. Yeah, and things that are prickly, things that will sting you, things, you know. <laughs> and I just, you know what's really pretty about that for me, who doesn't like creepy crawly stuff? This doesn't gross me out. No, my um, my kids will also veer towards those kind of field guide books yeah. where it's just like page after page of scorpions and the ways yeah. that they can kill yes. you or not kill you. <laughs> and those things I like make them read on their own. I don't yes. read them with. This, this is really gorgeous and it's yeah. appropriate for smaller kids mm. who w don't want to be grossed out. Yeah, no, this doesn't gross me out at all. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more of our Christmas reads with Griffin Shear. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. All right, so Griffin Shear is with me, and uh, she is, the, he is she. Did I just say she? He's the owner of uh, Bridge. I don't think you mind. 
No, I don't, no, I don't. I know you don't mind. Um, he's the owner of Bridge Books, and we are looking at books to read for the holidays, or at least even if you wanted to buy them uh, as a gift for somebody. We started with Exploring South Africa, Af- African Artists by Kobe Labaskachny. I, I really personally love this book, and it's a keeper. It's, it's one of those books I think you know, you'd be going back to uh, several times in your lifetime. And then the other one, South African Animal Portraits, A to Z. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's so pretty. Um, particularly for younger, that's a more younger kind of audience, maybe from five, I think. Um, but it's very, very pretty. Lovely illustrations, and uh, it's illustrations of animals uh, in the most beautiful detail. And I just think that's it's children are just going to be looking at it and touching it, and like eyes going wide like that. That's a, that kind of book. And your next book. So moving up in the age brackets, yes. I guess, I was trying to think about people that we would have to give gifts to over the holidays as yes. well. Um, so this is a book that actually came out quite a while ago, but there's new copies now. And um, the teenagers who come into the bookstore after school started reading it and started begging me for Rebirth Number 2 because really? they were so engaged in this book. Comic? It's a it's a big comic. It's a graphic novel, and yeah. it covers basically 500 years of South African history. <laughs> so, wow! But it does it from uh, an imagination of vampires. That uh, von Riebeck was ah, the, yes. a vampire who came to South Africa yes. and introduced vampirism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it works in many ways. <laughs> uh, you enjoyed it, didn't you? <laughs> and it goes all the way through, uh, not quite present day, but about 10, 15 years ago, I would say. So it's ending at the height of, well, at the end of the AIDS crisis, basically. Jeez. Where the vampires are contracting a disease that's sort of AIDS-like, HIV yes. symptomatic, I guess. Yes. Um, and all the ways that people were engaging with that and dealing with prejudice and dealing with with struggling with disease and with plague and the illustrations are they look gorgeous very yeah extremely modern extremely contemporary Mm. graphic novel Mm. um it was written by um dan brode who did i'm curious about then daniel brode so he wrote um i'm going to blank on the exact title of the book now it was called the amazing life of jules brode which Mm. was his grandfather who Mm -hmm. i think was a a lawyer in exile in zambia Mm. um during apartheid Mm. (coughs) excuse me um and josh ribba did the illustrations Mm. um and the reason that it's been there hasn't been a rebirth to or a new one from the team is because graphic novels are very expensive to produce and takes a lot of work to make But since there are copies around again, I would say this is a great book for teenagers and up. Um, it's too dark for younger readers. So people yeah, might think comic think books sometimes and think no. like for a smaller kid, it's definitely not primary school. Uh-uh, I don't think so either. You need to be high school and higher because it, yeah. um, it is dark. You know, it's not a there's blood, there's I mean, you know, uh, people getting ripped out, the there's scary cover. teeth. Yeah. From the cover, it's, blood. it's too sophisticated for younger readers mm. um, but I do think for this you know for South African teenagers we don't have a lot of locally produced books that are really working for them in a very meaningful way I often feel um, sometimes it's a little bit patronizing what gets mm. produced uh, and this down, is not talking down to them and this is really looking up you know trying to to raise up the level more and I think when we're in a period now where graphic novels are being shortlisted for National Book Awards and we have memoirs being written as graphic novels and that the genre is really 
been upscaled in terms of quality. Really, I see a really depth. clever producer doing something with this. I have been waiting for that for so long too. I know, like it's I really just wonder. Tough. Yeah, but I, I I see that birthing another life somewhere. It can carry on, and I um, and every time I see one of the the author slash illustrator, yes. um, I'm always begging them to start another one. But yes, it's yeah. a big project to do. Mm. All right, uh, the last book we're going to look at is Catching Tadpoles. Have so you started? Catching Tadpoles. I am uh, picking up my copy it's, as soon as I leave here. It's actually, going to be my next read. <laughs> And Ronnie Caswell's is coming on Saturday to Bridge oh. Books at the Brand Club. Oh. So I am going to take notes and be ready for him. Yes. He's a, he's a wonderful speaker. He's a fantastic storyteller. And he's so layered. <laughs> There's so much going on. The yeah. first time I actually met him in person, he was the Santa Claus at a Christmas yes. party yes. for one of my friend's children. Isn't that just exactly what makes him so interesting? That he, you know, his life is so interesting because he's... Talk about extremes, you know, um, secret, secret life and all of that stuff. Fighting in the bush and exile and all And then he's this cuddly man who who has an interesting life, new life, which I just think is absolutely amazing. He's wonderful. He speaks in really compelling stories Mm. about his life. This is looking at the early years. So Mm. the last one was A Simple Man, which was really recalling his time. Uh, fighting, and it's particularly with Zuma um, during apartheid. This is looking at his younger years and how he became a revolutionary. Like, What was the inspiration to embarking on this path in his life? Where does this end? So I think it ends in his early 20s. Ah, this Um, is going to be interesting. So, yes. So join me on Saturday. We'll be there at 11 o'clock at Bridge Books talking about uh, catching tadpoles in and, great detail. And for all of you listening, this is all free, but I, I would I would certainly make sure that I go. He is a really interesting man, really interesting man. He's a wonderful man. And again, he's the kind of storyteller where you don't yeah. want him to stop. You like don't we want, have yeah. to like. And there are so many stories to tell. So many stories to tell, and he does it in the yeah. kindest and most yeah. accessible way. Griffin, it's always lovely. So our next book. Let's tell those who are going to join us in this conversation. Our next book will be... Will be Freshwater. Yes. uh, Which has received all kinds of awards. It's a story about dealing with mental illness, but it's about basically a family that's prayed for this girl. She gets born, and then her life is much more complicated Mm. than anyone thought. And it's dealing with, well, what part of this was spiritual? What part of it was Mm. medical? And how does she navigate her own life? Griffin Shea, always lovely having you. Let's do this again next week. It's three o'clock. Let's uh, see you tomorrow.